much after the debate, and it was very, very long. It was, I mean, it was 50 minutes of like one question fired at me after another. Boom, 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 boom. And the thing is, I hope that I was perceived, and I do show very much respect for everybody that asked their questions. And here's the thing I want people to know. If you want to come and talk to me, if you want to bring up an issue, I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to belittle you or try to put you in any kind of a box or anything like that. And because we are, and this is the message I want to get across when I say I am here for all of Lakeland, all Lakelanders, all citizens, not one in a box or another in a box. And that's what I want to bring is a unity that I think is sorely missing. I think this country is in a very, very critical state now of being very divided on many different levels. Yeah, definitely. And I think Lakeland is better than that. And I really, it's like, oh, well, you say you don't see race issues when you're here. It's like, you know what? I see hurting people, and I see people that have problems. And there's a lot of people in a lot of places, but do I see a basic race issue? No. Are there issues that happen? Yes. Well, let me let me ask you a few questions. We only have about seven minutes until we end okay. up going to another break, and um, okay. and that break is a long break, and I don't know how much time you're willing to spend with us today. But anyway, so oh, I'd stay with you. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm going to ask you some questions here that um, I don't know. I don't know how you'll feel about them, challenging or not. I I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, we held that debate, and there were a couple issues that I kind of felt. Uh, of course, uh, by the way. Um, I, just to be completely transparent with you and the audience, um, you know, in in fairness, um, you know, being that you're on this call right now, I sent a message out to uh, the Bill Mutz campaign and uh, mm-hmm. just to let him know that uh, we're on the air so he can okay. listen uh, or respond or, or whatever. So I don't know whether he'll call or not, but message right. sent. So um, okay. anyway, the uh, so I asked the question in the very beginning of, of the debate uh, concerning family. Um, mm-hmm. in, anybody who knows uh, Bill Mutz knows he has a very large family. Um, and, and so you have a, a history. Your parents uh, were our long-term staples of, of Lakeland. Um, right. But I had several people um, from the debate on to now ask questions concerning your family. I'm going to give you an opportunity to, uh, to shed a little more light there if you, if you want. All right. Now I'm going to tell you the same thing I told my husband when we first met. You might want to get a pencil and paper because if you want the whole family tree, here it is. Okay. You got to do it in short order because time <laughs> is short on that radio. Okay. I have uh, a sister and a brother from my mom and someone else. I have one full brother. I have two younger half brothers. I have my, my immediate family. My husband and I are celebrating our sixth anniversary this Sunday. Um, via him, I ha- and we've been together for about 10 years. I have three stepsons um, that are his, his, his three sons. I have three grands that these grands, they're all, they were all born after we were married. And the beauty is cool. that they only know us as, you know, they name Papa. So that's really cool. The oldest son, our oldest son is married to a Muslim woman and lives in Istanbul, Turkey. Our middle son is a doctor in Minnesota. Uh, He's the father, he and his wife, of the three grands. The youngest, Ben, is also in Minnesota. I have been, needless to say, under quite a bit of attack, which you sign up for that when you're running for a public office. Sure, sure. Um, 
I am very, very, very protective of my family. Uh, my husband has been under attack, and I did not want any of the additional family under attack in any way. So that's why I've been kind of quiet about it because this is a, you know, it's I'm the one running, and if you want to throw darts, throw them at me. Yeah, yeah, so, understandable. You know, that's that's pretty much how it is. I've got, oh, my goodness, here in town I've got my niece and I have a lot of adopted family also. My parents have always been big about adopting. So, like, if you come over to our house for any given holiday, you're going to see people there that are black, Indian, uh, from Brazil, from Australia, from all over. And we all consider each other family. That's how I was raised. So I hope that – and I have a cat. I used to have – the household used to be two cats, a dog, and a horse, and then it was two cats and a horse, and then it was one cat and a horse. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned you you uh, you have um, well, I'll just say it this way: you're not exactly from Minnesota, but you've spent many years there. At the bottom of your uh, website, your campaign website, you you make mention of uh, seeing some things that you felt um, I guess shouldn't have happened in Minnesota, and you see the beginnings of those things happening here in Lakeland, and that's part of the reason, if not the leading reason, why you said, hey, Lakeland um, needs, a, needs a change or Correct. Lakeland needs to prevent a change, I suppose. Correct. Uh, talk yes, about that, that is... specifically. What do you see happening in Lakeland uh, that you've seen maybe in Minnesota um, that, that you want to prevent from happening here? That, that raised my little spidey senses and yeah, my radar yeah. went off? Okay, well, and I know it sounds innocuous. Oh, well, bike paths mean nothing. It's like, well, okay, there's bike paths and no bikes. That's one thing. The moving of the monument was huge. The fact that if you read, the, and it's verbiage, when there's verbiage used about for the greater good of all and more about equity as opposed to equality, and different what, what is termed woke language is concerning to me. Then I look up on, I forget where it was, I went and looked at uh, a video from a forum from June last year, and it was on a quote-unquote, I believe it was, race relations forum, and the speakers were from the Black Lives Matter Polk Restoration, from the Democrat Socialists of America, um, and, the, and the NAACP. All the speakers were just, it was very one-sided. Then I at, saw at that also, actual on in the writings of the thing. Hey, um, let me mention to you the uh, Eric, our operator here, just uh, gave me the message that that Bill Mutz is uh, on on the line. I don't know if he's on the air with us at the moment, but uh, he is on the line. Uh, Mayor Mutz, are you on the radio with us? I, I am talking. Yes. Oh, hey there. Can you hear me? Hey there. Yeah. So uh, Saga is talking about the the monument issue right now. But go go ahead, Saga, and finish. You're you're talking about the the writings. Oh my goodness, folks. We've got two minutes until we go to a break. Um, I don't know how much time either one of well, y'all will just, be able let me to just give. Get out this, and we can, I just put it out. So the other thing that I saw was that Black Lives Matter and all these were listed as stakeholders in the city of Lakeland. And I just started, I started reading and doing research about the moving of the monument. I started doing other things and looking around at other issues. And all of them collectively put my radar on high alert about, okay, we're walking down a wrong path with Lakeland. Freedoms are being taken away. And it may be something that somebody may not notice if they haven't been down that road. It's kind of like if you're a nurse and you see somebody has this and this and this symptom, you can, okay, well, I know that's going to lead to that. And that's what I saw here in Lakeland. Do you think that uh, that that you 
have gained or can gain enough mutual respect um, from the black community uh, or from people that don't agree with your position on whatever the issue might be, and uh, that you could sit at the table and have a good conversation, come out with good result? Oh, absolutely. I've been doing that. It was at like the Lake Wire Neighborhood Association. If you look at any of my videos, my videos show they showcase people in their doing their thing with their businesses, with their, you know, I'm, I'm all pro-business, pro-building the community. But these people, a lot of them have talked to me, and they're not being heard. It's like the Lake Wire, you know, they were like, okay, we have trouble with prostitutes. We have trouble with drugs. We have trouble with chickens. There's a chicken problem there. <laughs> There's all sorts of I mean, trouble all over sure. Yeah, and so, yes, I'm going around to different communities, not just the black communities, but, I mean, a lot of different areas where people aren't being heard within the neighborhood associations and just out being a route in town. Well, I apologize so, for having to cut the conversation. And Mayor Mutz, I, I appreciate so much you calling in. Unfortunately, we have to take a break at the bottom of the hour. It's a hard break. I have to stick within 60 seconds of that break time. Uh, I want to invite both of you to either hang around on the phone or call back in about seven minutes when we return. So, folks, this is uh, it's 530. You're listening to WLKF, the Ask the Preacher program. The phone number is 863-682-1430. Presently, we have uh, current Mayor Bill Mutz on the phone. We have not been able to hear from him yet, but uh, Saga Stevens has been telling us some stuff. And when we come back, we'll talk to both of them. So hang in there. We'll be back in about seven minutes. Let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Heard every Friday from 5 until 6 right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Welcome back, everybody. My name is John Freed, the host of this program, Ask the Preacher, every Friday from 5 to 6. And uh, today we uh, happen to have on the line both mayoral candidates here in the city of Lakeland, uh, current mayor Bill Mutz and uh, the, the person or the opponent. i got to come up with the right word for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sa- saga, Stephen. It sounds like a boxing match. You say saga. The friendly rivals. Yeah, the rivals. Exactly. Yeah. You know, both of you um, are uh, considered conservative by your by your rhetoric as well as most people that uh, are in your corners and uh, but yet you you disagree on on several things and you would agree on many things over uh, right before we went to the bottom of that hour break saga you were talking some about the um, the monument and uh, your your disapproval I would say of uh, of how that was handled in in uh, mayor Mutz, I give you a, a chance to speak about that I, I do want to let you know um, mayor Mutz, though that uh, as best as I can I'm supposed to balance out time between candidates and so um, if if I don't give you equal time today, uh, I'll open up opportunity for you an, another week on the program. Uh, and same saga if it, if it flips the other direction. But um, Mayor Mutz, anything you'd like to say? Well, I am uh, appreciative of having the opportunity to talk about that. And, of course, that one of the things I want to emphasize right away is that that was a commission decision, not one person's decision. I certainly was an advocate of the move, so I don't want to dodge that at all. I think the important issue here is, and and I am very, very encouraged about uh, the listening ear that Saga has with respect to uh, the community. I have been doing that for 25 years in this city. So I'm serving on 21 boards and serving certainly on uh, several of them that involve making certain that our black community was also heard well 
when when we got into the entire scenario of the monument move, it was because we considered the black community and the other reason that the monument was put up, which is a hard story to buy if you didn't grow up hearing it. And if you grew up hearing it, you knew it was an easy message to know that was propagated as being true, which is for blacks to stay out of the downtown. And there were 150 some of these put up at the same time in 1910 in the southeast cities that had the highest lynching uh, reputations. And the, so one is certainly that the monument was erected to be able to honor soldiers from the Confederacy standpoint that served. And the, but the other issue was stay out of our downtown and stay north of North Street, North well, you, Street being Memorial today. You mentioned that uh, it was a, a commission decision, but yet you, you don't back off from the idea that you, uh, I guess I'm, I'm going to use my terms, that you spearheaded that charge. Um, if that's not true, you can correct me on that. But um, so tell us what you did with the monument. So for us, knowing then both sides of the story and respecting the fact that that was a very onerous um, posture for the black community to, to retain it in downtown and recognizing what was happening across the country where history was being erased from the commission's perspective, certainly, let me just do mine, from my, my perspective, this was an opportunity for us to make certain we did hear the entire community, all of Lakeland, well, and to not erase history by honoring the Confederate soldiers and moving into the Uh-oh. I think we lost you. see it in that fight. Me? Oh, no, we, we got you, uh, you can, months back. We lost you for just a second there. So can continue. you not hear me? Yeah, I got, you we got you me? now. Go ahead and can continue. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have switched cell towers. Apologize because we're moving. Uh, what's the last thing you heard, John? Uh, well, you were you were talking about um, moving it in into park, not erasing history, uh, keeping it as as okay. part, but moving it away from the central of the city. Well, so putting it in Veterans Park honors soldiers, and that's that's congruent with that. Removing it from downtown honors the black community by not retaining what was a second message on the monument, and. Yeah. What spans in history is the opportunity to teach your kids that you can take a high road preserving history and honoring people at the same time, which is the greatest responsibility we have uh, as governance-serving people. Yeah. Um, this um, I'm in somewhat of a complicated situation today because the time is, is so short. Well, I have, uh, I, can I just have a couple minutes? Sure, sure. you got three minutes until our next break. Three minutes? Uh-huh. All right, I'll try to talk really fast. Okay, it's not 1910 anymore, it's 2021, and I don't understand why we would be making a choice based on something that happened in 1910. Additionally, I think the biggest um, touch point with a lot of people in Lakeland is that you promised that it would only be done with private funds. And when those private funds didn't happen, you did not go for a vote. You did not go for a referendum. You did not go for anything. You decided to use money from the red light that was earmarked for the homeless. So in my perspective, which can maybe be overly simplified, you stole money from the homeless to move a statue to appease one segment without asking the entire city. Mayor Mutz. So that's a very, that, yeah, that's a very important thing to clarify. First of all, we um, 
that was a commission decision, and I couldn't have directed that anyway. Here's the facts. I said what we should try and do is raise money to move it so that it doesn't involve taxpayers' money, and we were not able to raise enough money to move it. So the commission had a million and a half dollars of red light camera money that it had a workshop to allocate different for different purposes. That but that's kind of like money playing with not, words. That's word yeah, but, games. No, 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 because we did allocate all of the homeless money that we wanted to designate 100% and moved the monument and also added to the arts and uh, did another housing incentive initiative. So we had we used that money all well, and it isn't taxpayers' money. $448,000 of that million and a half was from out of Lakeland residents, and it took 197000 of it to move the monument. Well, I'm going to lead us over in, into uh, this last break here. Before we before we hit the music for the for the break, I, I want to mention sure. this. Um, there's there's two, uh, if I could say it this way, there's two weak spots in both um, candidacies here. Uh, one with uh, Mayor Mutz is you've been now in the uh, the office of Lakeland Mayor for four years, so that means everything you've done in the last four years uh, can be picked apart. By the populace. Um, and then similarly, uh, well, I guess it's the opposite spectrum. So, Mayor Mutz, we know everything about you. Um, <laughs> on, the, on the other side, uh, Saga, you haven't been here for a long while, and so we know very little about you. So in those two similar categories on opposite ends of the spectrum, um, that's where I will probably, I would like to work to drill down in uh, in just a moment when we come back from this break. Uh, folks, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. This is a program here every week, and you can call in and have your questions answered. And today we have two calls, um, one from Mayor Mutz. Well, first calling in was Saga Stevens, and then second, um, Bill Mutz. And so if they are able to hang on the line with us up until close to 6 o'clock, we'll keep talking to them. Hang in there, folks. We'll be back in a couple minutes. And let's get back to our final segment of Ask the Preacher, brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Ask the Preacher. Here's John Freed. About seven and a half minutes left, folks, so hang in there down to the very end. Uh, today, having on the program, both at the same time, current Mayor Bill Mutz and the uh, the challenger is uh, Saga Stevens. And there you go, again, sounding like a, a boxing match. And I don't, um, I'm not trying to pit y'all against each other by any means, so um, I hope y'all can do the same. And um, I, I have a couple questions that I'd like to ask each of you, if that's okay. Are both of you there? Uh-oh. Do we have either one yes, of you yes. on the Oh, yes, there we go. I'm here. Can you not hear me? Gotcha. Gotcha Sorry, both. It must be my ear. Can you, can you hear me now? <laughs> gotcha. We, yeah, we can hear everybody. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, if you're driving down the road, you are in a, uh, you're just having a great time and enjoying this today. So um, this is a Christian program on secular radio. That's uh, fairly odd. But um, as a strong believer in, in Jesus Christ, as a preacher of the gospel, a pastor of a church here in the Lakeland, uh, in the city of Lakeland, um, I want to close out our time in asking a couple pointed questions concerning the Christian faith. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I think I'll give the first question first to, to Bill Mutz, and then we'll let you talk on it, Saga, and then second question will go Saga, and then, and then Mutz finish off. Um, so tell me, uh, Mr. Mutz, cons- what, what church do you go to here in town? I help to start um, Grace City Church here in Lakeland, and that's where we go to church. 
You helped to start Grace City Church here. Okay, cool. And and you attend there now. Um, well, you know, let me add a third piece. Why? Why City? Yeah, why Grace City? Uh oh. Ah. Uh oh. You you must. Uh, I don't know if you have a city issued phone or not. We might need. If so, we might need to improve that <laughs> that city contract. Or if it's a, a private phone, I, I, I had a, a particular cell phone company that I won't mention because I might get sued, and it was just terrible. And uh, I will spend whatever necessary to make sure I have good connection. But certain parts of town don't have good service. Okay, I think we've lost is- Bill Mutz at least for a moment here. So, Saga, uh, oh. what church do you attend here in town, um, and, I- and why do you attend that church? I attend Family Worship Center. And the church I was going to um, up in Minnesota, Reggie Scarborough, had come up there one time to talk. And so my husband and I were looking at a couple different churches, and we went there, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And when we were there, I turn around, and I see several friends of mine. And it's, you know, it's like, oh, my goodness, you're here. You go here. You go here. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why. And they, you know, I've reached out um, with, well, you know, they've reached out to me with welcoming arms, and it's like, all right. So that's where we're at right now. I'm going to take a guess. If uh, if you were up in Minnesota and Reggie Scarborough preached up in Minnesota, he probably preached at Living Word Christian Center, which is Mac Hammond's church. You would be spot on. Ah, very cool. I um I've I've visited there one time when I was up in the passing through Minneapolis uh, for for something else. So yeah, um, and I went through because um, my my spiritual journey is is a long and winding road. They used to have a Bible Institute there, so I went four years to the Bible Institute because at one time people were saying the stripes of Jesus, and I'm like, what does that mean? So I went through all that, and then I, um, we, after a few years, we relocated to Plymouth Covenant, which is a smaller, more intimate church, and so I was, we were really comfortable there and, and, and loved the church and the pastor there as well. Okay. Well, we do have uh, Bill Mutz back on on the air with us. You must be. Um, I, there was a particular bridge. If I ever passed underneath that bridge, I lost connection. You must have passed underneath that bridge. But glad to have you back. Um, I'm so sorry. So it's okay. Uh, so so Mayor Mutz, you attend uh, Grace City Church. We didn't get to hear the reason as to why you attend that church. Not uh, challenging we, either yeah, one of you on yeah, that. No, just I, no, general I, question. I, I, um, I'm sure, I understand. I um, helped to start that church and. That is, and I'm on the council of that church, which is the same as an elder board or a deacon board, depending on the congregation. And the um, reason is that it was a net to the community that really worked to reach people who had maybe gotten a little burned out with church earlier in their lives or uh, had uh, not been exposed to the gospel in a clear way. And so it's been really wonderful to see in the last six years us go from about 72 people when we started to about 2,100 today and watch the ministries that have poured out of that. And so to me, it's really a privilege uh, to be a part of that congregation. Very cool. I, I have uh, one other issue. Now, this is a very important issue to me. And, um, and so Saga, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this, but uh and then we'll go to Mayor Mutz. But uh, actually, Mayor Mutz, you've been pretty vocal about your position on this. But um, the subject matter of abortion, uh, Saga, what is your position concerning abortion? Um, I don't believe anybody should be killed because they are inconvenient. And, I mean, if turtle eggs are protected, the, we all started out as little bitty embryos. You know, where, where the little sperm had to get to the egg, and we all we all started there. 
I think, sadly, that sanctity of life has been uh, slandered in so many ways. And once abortion came about, I think it was like, oh, well, it's, you know, oh, it's just a fetus. It's just this. It's just that. And I think when the girls go in the, to the Planned Parenthood or wherever, they're in such a state of disarray, turmoil, that they get those whispering voices in their ears. And it's really quite sad. They don't know what to do, where to turn. And I know that there's a lot of people that, and I, it sounds trite to say, that would adopt babies. And it's just really a sad, I think it's a very sad heart issue that people so easily throw away life. Yeah. And I think that's very, very sad. So, Mayor Mutz, I, uh, you've been very vocal on, on your stance uh, against abortion. Uh, I'm going to ask you some seemingly a challenging question. You have uh, gotten some campaign dollars from organizations that are what we would call pro-choice, in my words, pro-abortion. Um, I don't know if you are aware of that or not, but you have anything to say towards that? Well, I think both of us would have campaign dollars from many people who are Pro, uh, pro choice. stuff that that uh, you're not. <laughs> I guess yeah, yeah. that we're not sure, and and it's it's not it's like I, we don't have a pure mix in terms of who we receive money from. Personally, there is no question. But the Equality of Florida PAC did endorse you, and you never renounced it. Um, they also, I, nor did I announce it. In other words, and I will and I'll respond to that. That's a specific question. That's a different question. First of all, I am absolutely against abortion. Yeah. Period. And uh, strong and have spent many Pam and I have spent tons of dollars over the years supporting that effort. Right. Secondly, on Equality Florida, that is because their members wanted to endorse me, and so um, if, if there is a measure in that, it is a measure that those are citizens that feel heard, and that is our responsibility as a nonpartisan commission, is to make certain that we follow the law, not compromise our principles, and uh, provide uh, recognition for people and events as the law provides. And so I don't have a governing way to avoid that. And and they asked if uh, it was okay if they endorsed me. And I said, if your members are saying that and you want to do an endorsement, do it with them. That isn't something that I'm going to publicize. Well, folks, our, our time clock is running down to an end. I want to invite both of you, uh, anytime you desire, call into the program and uh, we can have more discussions or obviously even off the air. You both have my phone numbers. Folks, you've been listening to Ask the Preacher. It's been a pleasure today to have Mayor Bill Mutz and also Saga Stevens both joining us on the program. Tune in next week, same time, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. and uh, for more Ask the Preacher. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Hope to see you at church.